pleased today I am talking to Ujwala Sangam who is our clinical pharmacist who has joined my specialist GP to offer a very unique service. Um, Ujwala, welcome very much to my specialist GP. Thank you so much Cathy, it's a pleasure being here. So I thought it'd be really lovely for our patient group to understand a little bit about you and what you do and then we can talk a little bit about the service you're offering. So you're a clinical pharmacist, what does that entail for you? Uh, I've been a pharmacist since 2006, so probably it will be around 15 years, I think, if I calculate my calculations. <laughs> so I've been working, worked in a hospital industry, pharmaceutical industry, GP practices uh, in CCG, uh, and currently I'm doing in a hospital, the Buckinghamshire NHS Trust, as an outpatient pharmacist. So working for all these years as a pharmacist, I've done plenty of medication reviews, seen so many patients change things so that's my kind of like a background clinically where I'm working uh, so medication review can you explain that to our patient group what is that medication review say for example you're in a long-term condition cardiology or mental health so basically we'll say mental health to make it simplified so patients who are in mental health they need annual reviews Right, so I just review them, see how they're getting on, what are the side effects, because it takes time to kind of tailor those medications. So even their patient is like, say, uh, for a six months they've taken, they still have a side effects, but they're not very sure how it's going on. So it may not be they think, oh, it's quite normal to have a side effect, but it's not. You don't need to kind of suffer. There are some alternatives. So just going through holistically everything, so how they are, the diet, because they're all influenced in that. So that's the part of the kind of one simple one I'm telling you. But if it's like a complex or in a polypharmacy or on like 10 or meds, it takes quite a long time. So I need to look into their everything. I prob like It's not just a medication review I do. I do holistic like words compared to their diet, how they're exercising, their mood. It all depends on it. So and then from there, I go whether they need it or not, deprescribing the blood test to be done annually because they need to be checked, their liver functions, depending upon their condition. So that's a medication review, a comprehensive. Great. So although you're not a doctor, you do have the training and knowledge to look at a patient holistically, as you said, and and help them decide if they need to change a medicine or whether there's a better medicine for them. So oh, yeah, sure. Let's say, for example, somebody who's on, let's say, uh, some uh, NSAIDs or something they are taking, they're having the gastric ulcer-like problem. So it's it's kind of like very common side effect. So you don't need to kind of go through. We can just do some alternative. So unless you don't speak out, so that's my problem. They think it's it's quite common, but no. Great. So you're giving patients the opportunity to talk about how the medicine's working for them or not and what side effects, and then you can adjust Absolutely. the prescription. Absolutely. That's how it should be. It's a basic education. All right, this is what's happening. So somebody who's on a blood pressure pill, it comes, trichoff is a very common effect of a ramiprol, say, for example, I'm just giving you. It's a very common. Uh, if you don't explain to them that's a cause, they think, oh, just a problem. I might have a flu or I might have something. But it's not. Maybe it's, it's what the medication is about. So usually it's being done. The, whenever you hand out a new medication, the, the pharmacist in the community or somebody, they will explain. But if it's missed out, you know, mm. they need to remind them. So I go through everything. Well, how are you feeling? What is it? Anything bothering for you now currently? And you pick up a lot of things from that. That's a, that's a really great service for patients. So I know here at my specialist GP, though, um, I'd like you, would you mind explaining um, the really lovely and amazing service that you're going to bring to our patients and, and why you became interested in it? 
Oh yeah, pharmacogenomics. I love that word. Uh, I'm as I said, you. I've been a pharmacist for quite a while, and I've done so many things. So, so in January, you you first heard the phrase pharmacogenomics, and I said, "What is this pharmacogenomics? I haven't heard this word." So I said, "Okay, fine. Let me just uh, Google up." And I've uh, heard a podcast about a pharmacist who done amazing work in US. So I've heard a podcast, and I've spoken to her. I said. Wow, this is what I'm looking at because basically, whenever you do a review of a patient, sometimes it doesn't work or how it responding to you. I don't know how it is. Then we just say somebody asks me a lot of times. They ask me, why is it not working? It works for my brother or it works for my sister or my friend. They're taking the same medication, but it's not working for me. I I say I don't know. Honestly, it may be your body how it's respond. That's what I, that's what mm-hmm. I say. That's an answer. But this pharmacogenomics with this one, I can actually say the reason why. And I've always been looked into. I didn't even know this. It's really, really amazing tool. Then when I knew about it, I've did a lot of digging. I did a codes in US, and then it said, "Wow, this is what it is." I thought it's very new, but it's not. It's been there for fifty years, but it's just the, the it's been known, well known now, because you know the information about your genes, but how do you interpret that into prescribing as for doctors or for clinicians? It's become more aware now. So basically, what it is, if I want to explain to you, it just how you respond to your drug. So in in your body, the genes they will they have a panel of genes they test the specific genes. It's a pathway basically. So we all know how we are is a we got a pharmacodynamic or pharmacokinetic of parts of the body where the drug interaction happens. So how your body responds to you and how what drugs does to you. The two concept com- components in the whatever the goes metabolism in your body. So exactly with this panel, I can check. About three hundred plus drugs are currently out there, and more is coming. It's all been adding now all over the world. They're checking, so we can just say how you're metabolizing that drug. That's what basically it does. It says how you respond to that drug. Why some people are having side effects? Why some people are not even having any effects of it? Say if I just give an example to understand how it is. Very commonly, codeine we take, any painkiller we take. Some patients they can't even metabolize codeine. It's a pro drug. It has to convert to morphine to get that analgesic effect. That even doesn't even they don't have a gene to convert that drug. So they don't even have. So they take eight maximum dose. They say, oh, it's not affecting. It's not. It's not giving me anything. It's not helping me out. Basically, it's not because it's not even converting to you. So there's no point in taking that medication. They need to do an alternative one. They take on something alternative for that. Alright. So some patients who are like say they take one tablet and they get so droopy. They just say, oh God, it just. I feel like drowsy or you know, but it's because they're converting it so quickly. The the morphine in their body is so high. The levels are so it's a morphine they're taking. So that it's it's amazing too. It's amazing. So we very got for about three hundred drugs. So commonly prescribed in the primary care, we have got that uh, now. So evidence. So codeine is obviously a painkiller, and that's as you're explaining there a very important issue or knowledge to have whether or not your body will respond to that medication. Because as you said, some people don't respond at all. They get no relief from the pain. And other people on a very, very low dose have too much of a response. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's just it's not just whether you take it or you don't take it. Also, it's about the dosing. You, some medications are okay, but they need to take half the dose, what they need to take, supposed to take. That it's it's amazing tool. I think all the clinicians, everybody should, even though they are taking medication or not, they should have their own profile done. I mean, I know it's a bit expensive, but they need to be done. Why do you want to test your body as a testing guinea pig by taking the medication? You will only know 
by taking it. That's how the creations or anyone can say right. that it's working for you. So do you want to go through that your body is like a t- guinea pig? Like you're like a guinea pig basically yeah. because you're testing that medication whether it works for you only by taking it. But with this one, you can know before that beforehand. Yeah, so currently we don't know how we respond to something until we try it, is what you're saying. Yeah. And that can be really a problem, patients suffering from pain and from mental, uh, health, mental health, health issues. Yeah. Like say, for example, uh, there's I think very few patients who will get right medication with the first or second trial. Most of them, they go for third and fourth trial. And by the time there's a study which has been done where it says by the time you go to the fourth trial, the there is a less chances of having effect on your body that uh, um, the antidepressant or whatever you're taking mental health medication for the study done. So it's very, very important for, uh, say, for example, a, a patient who has come with a low mood or something. So you're trying on one medication. These medications have got awful side effects. So they go on their medication. They try that. They feel more bad. I mean, they came for just one small kind of low mood, probably yeah. where they get the medication, they might have ended up in having a little depression or something. So it's very, very important to treat those patients right. So right, first time for right medication. That's the concept, basically. Mm. Perfect. And for this particular test, um, actually, what is involved in the test? It is simple cheek swab test, like how we are now, we are so used to having COVID tests done. I think everybody knows now how to do it. So not in the nose, but it's just a cheek. Five seconds of both side cheek swap test and it will be sent so that's it great and then that goes to a laboratory and, and what do they do at the, at the lab how, how what are they looking at what what the offer i do is like i said because we I, we don't have any labs private labs in uk it's all like nhs they're doing they've got seven hubs in nhs but they're doing and on a very different scale so i have to send i've got a type with a canadian lab which goes and those labs are also used in one of the nhs ones as well so i send the cheek swab sample it's a dry sample to the Canada and they process the genes. There are about 27 to 30 genes. They look into the whole panel and then they'll, it's about that equates to around 300 drugs medication. And then they will send us the report, the whole raw genetic data. And then I go through that whole data and then interpret and then do the holistic comprehensive medication review. So I look at their current medication, the lifestyle, even the caffeine. So I'll ask them the question as well in my pre-screening, how much coffee are you? Because it affects that. It's, it's your, not just genes, because it's, it's affects your, how you're eating, your food habits, your, your exercise, it all affects. So it's like a whole approach. I'm not just giving you, okay, you got this gene test. This is the result. Go. No. So it's a whole review when they come back to me and I'll go through, say some patients who are not on any medication, they will ask me, why do, should I have it? Okay. I'm not any medication. I said, yeah, but in our point, like this, we have this genetically genes. Every person will have at least one variant gene of this pharmacogenomics, what I'm talking about. So everybody will have one different variant in their body. So definitely at some point, we'll have, we have to take some medication, not regularly. Say you had an operation or you've gone somewhere, you need to take. So it's better to have that profile with you and say to your clinician, you have more control over it. I, that's a more agenda for me for starting my, this whole thing. Even though in UK, uh, nobody has done privately as a pharmacist, nobody's the first, I think for me, I'm the one who has done, because I was so passionate about it, every patient should know what they're taking. They need to be aware of the medication. Uh, it's not, they should not rely on what clinicians saying or what pharmacists saying. They should have their own knowledge as well. I mean, it's their body. They are putting in medication. So, yeah. So it's really a kind of very bespoke science of medicine 
for the individual. There's very personalized, very personalized medicine, and you won't get it. Like you'll be, I mean, trust me, it's, I've done a few, and they're so happy they, to see, just to understand. Oh yeah, that's the reason why my body acts like that. Why? Oh God, this is the reason why. Oh, it makes more sense now. I mean, yeah. like you know, everybody wants to know the answers now. It's like you know, mm. I mean, obviously. Mm. Uh, so yeah, it, it's amazing. That's fantastic. Thank, thank you very much, Thank Uswala. you so much for having me.